Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 9. Verse 27, he answered them, I told you already and you didn't listen. Why do you want to hear it again? You don't also want to become his disciples, do you? Now this man not only received his sight, but apparently he received a brave heart too. And that seems to rather inexplicably come with the very presence of God in one's life. This guy was, at least up until that time, but a small man around town. He was a nobody, just a blind beggar. But suddenly he could see, and that kind of thing, well, that can make a man courageous. You can suddenly feel like we all have the world by the tail. Verse 28 says, They insulted him and said, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we don't know where he comes from. You know, it's been said, when you have no case, abuse the plaintiff. Now, these guys just can't get the answer they want, so they simply start berating the man. They pull the old, we're God's best boys, end quote, routine. But the result, well, it's obvious. And that is that nobody has defeated them. Just this nobody that defeated them. Without any theological training, without special education, this man, this one lone man, faced down the self-righteous religious mob, and indeed he came out the victor. Verse 30 says, The man answered them, How amazing, you don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he listens to him. Since the world began, it has been uh, never been heard that anyone opened the eyes of someone born blind. And this man were not from God. He could do nothing. Now, nowhere in the Old Testament is there any record of a blind man being given back his sight. So the point was made herein that despite the bona fide miracle that was right in front of them, they not only knew nothing of this Jesus, but they were unwilling to even acknowledge that a miraculous had taken place. According to the King James, all of this was a quote-unquote marvelous thing to this man. For his eyes were opened and no one could argue with that. But he apparently... Uh, his eyes were opened more than just physically. It seems his eyes were now opened spiritually. Sadly, we come to see the world in a greater way. Sometimes we are saddened. Sometimes we're angered and sometimes just amazed at it all. And it is clear that the world is blind and frankly it always has been. 
it all just gets kind of crazy and the world just sometimes seems upside down. The blind leading the blind. The blind even trying to lead the sighted. And finally, this man with new sight, he says a very profound thing here. He says, look, guys, if this man were not from God, how could he do uh, nothing? For all of the world who stands in the awe of God's miraculous work here and around the world, this is the bottom line. If Jesus is not the real thing, then we would not be able to see. Verse 34, they answered him, you were altogether born in sins, and do you teach us? And then they threw him out. And Jesus heard that they had thrown him out and finding him, he said, do you believe in the Son of God? And he answered, who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and it is he who speaks with you. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. This man, once his eyes had been opened, he began a journey that we all will go down. His understanding began in verse 11 with the acknowledgement that Jesus, at that point, that Jesus was the man. And then he progressed to verse 17 where he came to see Jesus as a prophet and now with Jesus in his presence, he knew that this healer, who is actually the Messiah, is the very Son of God. Please note that the man's reaction was to this new clarity of understanding. Look what he did. It says he worshipped we believe, and then we worship. God had healed a sinner, but that sinner now believed and became a very child of God. Verse 39 says, Jesus said, I came into the world for judgment, that those who don't see me may see, and that those who see may become blind. Those of the Pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him, are we also blind? Verse 41, Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, we see. Therefore, your sins remain. Those who thought they had it all together, those who thought they could see just fine without a Messiah, and certainly without some carpenter's son from nowhere Nazareth, they were in fact blind themselves. And this fact should help those of us who are actually children of the light to understand what we're dealing with out there. I mean, gang, without broken humility, their eyes are never going to be opened and they will remain blind, not just to their sins, but to the fact that there's even sin in their midst. They were without excuse, definitely. They, they had the law and the prophets. They had the prophecies and they had history. Therefore, they should have been watching. They should have been waiting. They should have been looking for the coming of their Messiah. And much as the world should be looking today, we have the New Testament. We have the fuller prophetic fulfillments, all of the scriptural signs of his second coming. Yet is the world looking for him today? No. 
Or are they indeed eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, like is prophesied concerning the last days? Maybe they're just standing ready to miss his second coming just as blindly as they missed his first. You know, a blind man knows he's blind and he seeks true healing and sight. But for the man who thinks that he sees but does not know Christ, well, his blindness is like no other. If these folks could only acknowledge their pride, acknowledge their ignorance and their arrogance, the, their eyes, they would have been opened. But they would choose rather to hang on to their self-righteousness. They believed they had it all covered. Those who would receive life and salvation of Christ, they must come in meekness and in humility. They must come confessing their sins and denying themselves and crying, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Now, in closing, this man that we read about here in chapter 9, he holds a special place in history today. A Lightfoot, the great commentary writer, he commented on this. He said that this guy was the first worshiper and confessor of Christ that would suffer for the Lord's sake. Sort of like John the Baptist, our first martyr. Special place in history. Just a blind man. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.